Welcome to Corks and Cowtown, where everything is poppin'. Grab your drinks, the show is about to begin. Well, howdy y'all, and welcome to another episode of Corks and Cowtown. I'm having so much fun already with my very first, well, it's her first time on the podcast, but my guest is Elizabeth Dalton with Best Made Pickles. Hello, hello. I am so happy you're here. I'm excited to be here too. This is so fun. I know that this has been like kind of, we didn't even get to talk about this yet, like kind of in the works for a while. I know I wrote y'all a long time ago. I don't know if it just like got lost via email land or if maybe I wrote the wrong person. Possibly. But you reached out and uh, we already have so much in common too. Very much. And it has so much fun. And we also have pickle martinis. Yum. This is so... Okay, so first of all, you said you don't have like a pickle martini recipe. We do not, but I think you have created I one think for that, us. Yeah, I was like, I think we <laughs> have a, like a good kind of combo already. I feel like you just have to come back and we'll just keep trying some. I love it. Until it can be like the official... We could bring our Bloody Mary mix next time. Oh, okay. So I'm not a Bloody Mary person, but I would try one. Yeah, I would. I would. I do it for you. Thank you. Because because <laughs> we've already hit it off so well and I'm having so much fun. But you any- just put a lot more vodka and a little less Bloody Mary mix. Okay, perfect. I'm glad you already know me so well and exactly how we're going to handle this. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> I feel like it's just like drinking soup, you know? Yeah, I'm a one... Bloody Mary yeah. kind of girl and then done. Yeah. Um, and I don't like all the stuff that they pile onto. I was it. gonna ask, like, cause what was that place? Um, it was like, was it Chef's Point? I that used to do the ones where they had like the burgers and like shrimp and like all types of things that they like pile on. So you're anti you're like a purist. Yeah, I just I just need the straw and the Bloody Mary <laughs> mix with the vodka. That's, Honestly, that is all. Understandable. I don't need a meal on top of it. I understand that. I, I feel like if it was for a hangover though, like some people it might be necessary. It but... could be, but there's also, so people say anyway, that uh, our dill juice is a good hangover remedy. Honestly, so that's the thing is because first of all, let's just get into pickle talk. So Pickles are really good for, um, like, because of the salt, right? Is like it gives like electrolytes and things like that. Yes, it's a yeah. good. Um, it's good to drink for dehydration, mm-hmm. for cramps, um, hangovers. Um, I'm not a doctor, so <laughs> it's no, just, trust just me. what's been told. There's no <laughs> medical advice on this podcast, I promise. But uh, I. We use it. A lot of people come into our the Pickle Emporium to buy the juice specifically. They're like runners and stuff like that for their muscle cramps. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Um, what is your favorite pickle that you do? My favorite pickle is our habanero chips. Okay, and that's what we have in our martinis. We even. do. Just yes. spice it up a little. Yeah, well, we needed a little bit of spice. And like Paul, thankfully, was the one that was just like, it needs like spice. And then you have all of the pickles. Um, and that makes me so excited. Also... I didn't understand the difference between fresh pack and, I guess, processed. processed. So can you explain that? Yeah, so we make two type of shelf-stable pickles, uh, one being um, processed. So that goes from our fields in West Texas Mm -hmm. um, to Mansfield to um, our taking yard. Uh, And in our taking yard, we have 800 vats that hold 50,000, each hold 50,000 pounds of pickles. That is a crazy amount. And there, it's... The cucumber is turned into a pickle, but not flavored. It's just water, a salt brine, and some uh-huh. preservative pickles. It's kind of like a holding tank until we're ready to make processed pickles okay. in our Fort Worth plant yeah. company. Uh, and so they're a little more 
usually softer. Okay. Um, and have a different kind of flavor. Our fresh pack goes right from our fields in West Texas, right to our plant in Fort Worth, mm-hmm. uh, where they are washed, cut up, sliced, however, whatever we're making. And they are put directly into the jar with the with our juice and any seasonings that we may add. And they are pasteurized in the jar. That is just so, so crazy. I would have, because you said they're like crisper then too. Yeah, so they're a little fresher, a mm-hmm. little crispier. Um, we have a we have over 300 SKU, so I can't name all of them. <laughs> uh, but we have a lot of fresh pack as yeah. well. And they're just little, I don't know. I, I I like them a little better. Yeah. Personally, it's a personal taste. And my habanero ones are fresh pack. Well, hey, chips, yeah. I was like, I'm not mad at this at all. And it's, I think the funniest thing about, I think, this pickle martini is the color. Just because it is so pure pickle juice color. I mean, we do love green at Best I mean, yes. And I was like, I love it. And it just makes me so happy because also ever since, this sounds really stupid, but since I went darker with my hair, all my friends were like, you have to start wearing green. And so I have now. That's a good point. So I was just like, oh, I was like, I didn't know. You know, like women know these things. It's like you wear clothes kind of according to like how your attire is with your life. And you can have 12... Black boots, and they're all different. 1,000%. Absolutely. See, this is why (laughs) I knew we were going to be friends immediately, because we have all of these things in common. That's right. It makes me so happy. Okay, so what you're here for is we wanted to share what's coming up with Best Made Pickles. Yeah, so we're super excited. Um, Back in 2020 of October, we created our first brick-and-mortar store called the Best Made Pickle Emporium. Uh, It's located in Fort Worth um, on Vickery and College Ave's corners. It's right off of downtown, and it's a super fun store, and we are throwing a big birthday party for ourselves. that's so exciting. Um, It is October 21st uh, from 11 a.m. to 5.30 and it is, we're going to have Smiley Cupcakes, our mascot. Uh, our mascot's going to be there. Um, oh my gosh, I love it. We're going to have Martin House out for three hours giving away beer. Oh. We're going to have TX Whiskey out for three hours yes. giving away whiskey free. We're having a pickle tasting, a self-service temporary Smiley Tattoo Station. Stop. Oh my gosh, and so fun. the most exciting thing that I'm also looking forward to, we are having Not Just Cute Barbecue out. Yes. Um, they've done it. They were, they, ooh, they did come to us um, for our, our St. Patrick's Day party. Okay. So we're, they're doing the regular barbecue menu, uh-huh. but some twists with best made. Well, so. they always sell out too. They do. Like anytime that I've tried to go get it, it yeah. they're typically already sold out, which they're, is they're good amazing. for them. Sad for me. Yeah. There's going to be tacos. There's going to be dill slaw. There's going to be pickles. Oh, Paul I, loves slaw. Yes. There's going to be mac and cheese, uh, brisket, like oh sausage, my gosh, all this yeah. stuff. Uh, they've created a smiley sandwich for the day. Oh, that's so fun. And that is... Um, Pulled pork on a brioche with slaw, I believe. Okay. I don't want to kill their menu, but <laughs> it's really, really good. Uh, we're gonna. Ha- they're doing a best made chicken brine um, roasted chicken breast, ooh, which is really good. We had it last time, and the one thing that I did not try last time that I'm really, really looking forward to is they're doing um, fried wings with a pickle uh, dry rub. Ooh, okay, that sounds well, really good as well as um. 
buffalo and barbecue, but. Okay, so now is this a free event for everyone and then just everything there's paid, like just bring like cash or card? Yes. Or explain it. So. so everything in the store is free as far as the beer tastings, the pickle mm-hmm. tastings. Uh, the so no one needs like a ticket to come. No ticket. Um, okay. If you want to buy stuff in the store, obviously you yeah. need to buy. Um, we will have be having sales up to 20% off. Oh, nice. And a chance to win a $25 gift card or up Ooh, to $25 at the okay. register. Um, but not just Q, that's all for purchase. Okay, perfect. I love this. Yeah. That's so exciting. Okay, so now, first of all, I'm very intrigued with your story in general <laughs> because you aren't tech. Well, you are, but like you married into best made pickles. Correct? I married into the best made the pickle, pickle family. Oh, I was going to say <laughs> dynasty, but you know, I, I, I like that. <laughs> we, we could go with that. I was like, I feel like it's like a dynasty because it's been around for, you said nine, 97 years. We're on our 97th year. That is first of all, phenomenal. Like way to go. Best made pickles. I feel like, especially as like a Fort Worth, like gal, you know, best made pickles already. And so it makes me happy just not only to have you on, but to hear like kind of the backstory because I feel like I've known that they've been around forever, but I don't know the backstory. Yeah, it's actually kind of crazy. Um, it actually started in 1926. That's but we so, started just the as, number alone is so weird. Right. And we actually um Mildred was Mildred Dalton and Jesse Dalton. They had a grocery store um, at 8th and Magnolia, I believe is a bank now. Okay. Uh, and Mildred was making pies for the grocery store because this is like in the 1920s. So mm-hmm. there was no Target. There was no <laughs> Walmart. And she had leftover egg whites. And okay. she, you didn't waste things back then at all. Yeah. So she started making mayonnaise. And then the mayonnaise were selling really good in the store. Okay. And then they started doing door-to-door sales. Then it was around 1926. It was Mrs. Dalton's um, products. Oh, okay. Then it was, so the mayonnaise did so good. She decided that she needed to create another product. So she created sandwich spread. This is how we got into pickles. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. So she created the sandwich spread. It's mayonnaise, chili seasoning, and relish. Oh. Kind of like a Thousand Island dressing. Okay. Is the best way to describe it. A little thicker, though. Now, does this still exist? It does. (gasps) Okay, so, like, someone can go buy this right now? You can, yes. At the Emporium, for sure. Oh, my gosh, that's so exciting. And online. Okay. Um, So, the relish supplier, this was shortly before the Great Depression, the relish supplier went up in their cost. And they're like, no, we're not paying that. We have land in Mansfield we're going to grow our own cucumbers to make our own relish, which they did, but they grew so many cucumbers was too much for relish. And that's how we got into the dill pickles. That is amazing. Yeah. And then around the thirties, um, it changed to Mrs. Dalton's best made pickles because they were the best made. Oh, okay. that's what everybody okay. said. Yeah. And then shortly after that, we dropped Mrs. Dalton's and just became best, best made. made. I, that is so crazy. I never would have yeah. known that. Yeah, it's, that's so amazing. Yeah, and we are really involved from picking up the seeds to planting. Mm-hmm. We just wrapped up harvest for this year, and we did 34 million pounds of cucumbers that are that is all. It. So now this is something you don't know about me, but I have been uh, tinkering with gardening, mm-hmm. and I just had to bring my cucumber plant back to life yesterday, and I about had a panic attack because 
the leaves were wilting. And I can only imagine seeing a field of cucumbers, let alone my little tiny pot in a windowsill. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's um, our field operation in West Texas. It's in uh-huh. the Hill Center. So closer to Plainview, but in between Plainview okay. and Lovett. Yeah. And we har- we start planting around the end of May. We finish harvesting around the first week of October. Uh-huh. It's a six-week crop, and it's tiered. Mm-hmm. And we do about 27,000 square, or 20,000 acres. That is insane. No, 2,700 acres, sorry. That is still insane yeah. to think about that. Yeah, it's, we have machines. We do not own the land. We rent it off the farmers. Okay. And they love it because they call it a cash crop because it's only mm-hmm. a six-week crop. So we turn it over and we have oper- agreements and whatnot with them, but we have all our own employees out there, mm-hmm. we have all of our own equipment. We run everything from so the seed to the jar. Whenever that happens, like since now we're moving into what Texas likes to call fall, which yes. is it's obviously <laughs> still 100 degrees outside. I know. Um, I, uh, Texas, I, I love it, but my gosh, get it together sometimes. So whenever you're done with like you say harvest is just six weeks, are you then going back and like turning over the like acreage and then replanting? No. Or do you only do it once a year? Just once a year. Okay. So we start planting in the end of May. Okay. And it's, we do about 30 acres a day of planting, but it's tiered off. So we don't pull pull all the cucumbers at once. Yeah. Just managing all the cucumbers at once. Oh, I can only imagine. Yeah. Um, so we, it's tiered. So it's just a six-week crop, and then mm-hmm. the farmers get their land back. That's so crazy. And it kind of I mean, refreshes nice. their yeah, soil. It does. Soil yeah. and all of that, yeah. That's just so crazy to think. And that has to be hard because, like, I know cucumbers need a lot of water. They too. do. So it's overhead irrigation. Oh, okay, nice. So uh, we use the farmer's water. It's People are on the fields constantly checking the cucumbers and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, when to be pulled, when the land's good. Um, we also use bees to pollinate. Really? Yes, we get about 1,700 uh, beehives that we rent. So we'll explain this to me. I'm very con- like confused. So you're renting bees. Are you like putting them out in the fields? Yes. So there's one to one and a half hives per acre. Now, because it's tiered, they're not all in the all on the same place. Yeah. They move around to the different acres depending on the yeah. time. Uh, the female flower or the plant mm-hmm. blooms. It's only blooms for about 24 hours. And then they have to obviously be pollinated. The bees have to pollinate yes. every single plant, female plant flower, mm-hmm. at least 10 times. 10 times? Yes. That's what I'm told. This is I am crazy. not a farmer. <laughs> I mean, trust me, I was like, same. And obviously I've only learned from TikTok what I'm doing with my cucumbers. So I just think it's like, Fascinating though, because you, I feel like people just don't think about everything that goes into them receiving a product. It's it's and a like, lot. This is a lot. Yeah, and it, we have a pickle shed out there in Hill Center, and they're taken from the field from our harvester, taken to the um, pickle shed where they're washed, sorted. We have an optical sorter mm-hmm. that just picks out damaged products, and it like blows the p- cucumbers, and if it's one's rotted or burnt or whatever, it goes to waste. And the rest go to another sorting machine. And then the final part is that they're sorted by size. 
and then they're loaded on the trucks and then they're brought to Fort Worth or to Mansfield. So whenever they're being sorted, is that a machine doing it or a person? It's both. So okay. we we, um, we do have a machine that fits on different sizes. Mm-hmm. Um, so the cucumbers will go into those slots, but then we also have staff there on hand also checking to make sure there's no rotted materials, make sure that the sizings are appropriate. So mm-hmm. it's a little hands-on plus machinery. That's just so crazy to think about. Also, I have to tell you something funny. And this is something I don't know if maybe there's one person listening that they don't also know. One of my like best friend's husbands didn't realize that pickles were originally cucumbers. <laughs> and if you want to talk about laughing hard, that sent me into an absolute spiral, which obviously like every, you know, eventually people find that out in life. But I mean, he's almost, he was almost 50 when he found out. And I was like, I just can't imagine. Like, where, where did like, he Like, where have you been? What did you think they were? I mean, does he know, like, <laughs> um, sauerkraut is cabbage? I mean, you would think so. I, I'm, you know what? I'm going to ask now. Yeah, I I'm going to ask. That's going to be my next to-do. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're I needed welcome. that. You're welcome. You know, I needed that. Thank you. Yeah, it was just one of those I mean, things that... go down all the pickling Yes. Be like, where did this originate okay, from? Well, okay, so that's one thing is I know that I've tried multiple pickled vegetables. What technically is pickling? Because I know that, like, I love pickles, but I don't like a lot of pickled vegetables. It's really just putting salt That's and, it. And, and decreasing the cucumber because yeah. cucumbers are basically water and air. And, yeah, exactly. So it decreases them, shrinks them down. Um, and then Is it just the amount of salt though? Or like Yes. Yeah, so we are constantly in when we're doing the processed pickles in our tanking site in Mansfield, um, we're constantly testing it to make sure the salt levels are accurate. Um all of that daily and it takes mm-hmm. about once 50,000 pounds go into one vat and they come right off of one truck from tech West Texas. And then we put salt and then we have um, a barometer or something like that, that tests the salt level. Okay. And it takes about three weeks for the cucumber to turn into a pickle at the tanking site. That is just so crazy to me. Yeah. Like, it does take three weeks, you it would takes, say? In the summer, it takes three weeks. Well, because winter our, it gets a little harder because yeah. it's colder, and then we have to add heat heating machines to heat up the water. Oh, okay, gotcha. Freezing. It's a daily Oh, I can seven only days imagine. a week maintenance. Like, that's insane. Also, this is really random. What type of salt do you use? Are we talking, like, everyday, like, table salt, or is it, like, a pink sea salt? Or, like, is there a difference in the type of salt that gets to each pickle you know what that's a great question (laughs) and i do not know the answer (laughs) finally i stumped somebody finally it's not pink salt i know that it's regular like iodized or sea salt i'm assuming but we get it by the pounds that has to be a site yeah yeah like i can only imagine yeah once we empty it that it's washed out and we use all new salt products again Mm -hmm. we don't reuse anything also is, so this is obviously like a family company that's been in the family for like generations, but then also have you always maintained everything in the state of Texas? Yes. That's amazing. We're a Texas owned brand mm-hmm. run by family still after mm-hmm. 97 years. And we do, we do everything here in Texas. That's our, a huge accomplishment. I mean, for the most part, we try to get our seasonings and everything local or mm-hmm. in the state of Texas. Our seats come from a different location 
not in the United States, not in China either. <laughs> um, just want to put that out there. I don't know where. I think in the UK. I'm not sure. Yeah. But uh, we uh, we do that. Um, we do grow about 34 to 40 million pounds of cucumbers in West Texas. That is just such an insane amount. To that think about. does not cover our sales in pickles for the year. Um, so it won't hold us all year. And uh-huh. there's only a three month harvesting or planting and harvesting time. Mm-hmm. So we can only do so much in that time as well. Um, so when we need other pickles, we primarily get them out of Mexico. Mexico. Really? Yes. Okay. Because good. it's cheaper. Yeah. Um, and freight wise, it's a lot cheaper. I love Mexico. So I was like, that's one of my favorite places to go. Yes. So I, I know that we also have talked, obviously, I love pickle talk, but I know we've also talked about traveling a lot. Yes. And you're a big traveler. Love to travel. But then also, I feel like we need to deep dive even back farther to you're not an original Texan. I am not. But I, I feel like you are. That's the thing is like, that's the vibe you give. And I love that. <laughs> But you're not an OG Texan. I am not. So I, can we get into that? We can. I, okay. I am a Philly girl. Born that is and the, raised. I would have never imagined. Yes. Born yeah. and raised. Uh, I was actually a social worker mm-hmm. up, out of college. Uh, loved that job. Um, I had many. I did foster care, adoptions, and all of that. Parent education. Mm-hmm. All of that. Still in touch with some of my clients to this That's day. Amazing. My parents weren't happy with the social work job and just not, like the stress of it, or um, what? The stress, the danger. I can only imagine. Yeah. Um, so you know, I have very fascinating stories of becoming friends with gang leaders to tell me when there's a shootout, so I knew not to go. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like when to protect children and stuff too. I well, would imagine they would text me and say, "Hey, there's a area in Philly. It's called the Four Bad Corners, um, and it's four different gangs, but that's where the areas touch." So they would know I would just go Thursday at six o'clock. Okay, and they, the gang leader, leaders will all text me. There are four different gangs. Don't come. So you'd get four text messages. Yeah, just saying, "Don't come here right now. Don't come tomorrow." Everything was planned. All the shootouts were planned. That is insane yeah. to think about. So, like, stuff like that. So, I was kind of forced to get my MBA. <laughs> and I did. I did yeah. it in nine months also. Really? That's amazing. And I Where'd you go to school? Drexel in okay. Philly. And uh, I have a concentration in marketing and international business. So, then I became a marketing consultant for okay. Fortune 500 companies. And you said, could you share who you were working with? I know you mentioned one earlier. Uh, I was one of the consultants with PlayStation to test yeah. video games mm-hmm. before the market. We contacted all the gamers in the industry, <laughs> which I didn't know was a thing because gaming is not my thing. Yeah. It never was. Uh, so it was interesting job, but I wanted to go back to social work, and I mm-hmm. did. And then I was dating a man, and this was in, well, for several years. He got a job offer in Fort Worth. Okay. Um, I go, where is Fort Worth? Back in the day, I, that makes sense. Now, yeah. this was like around 2011, 2012. Really? Yes. Okay. So, yeah, I can still see that, though. Yeah. So, we had to look it up on our phones. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, we've been to the Dallas-Fort Worth airport. Get it now. Uh, yes. So, we did move. I moved here in July, end of July of 2012. Okay. So I'm just here 11 years. That's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And anyway, we bought um, a condo at the Omni. 
Okay. And at that time in 2012, there was not all the units were sold yet. And there was probably only nine people living there full time. Mm -hmm. So you didn't really see anyone. Yep. And I had my little pug, Zeus. He was really sick. And I got off the elevator to our P1 parking garage, the residence parking garage. And I'm that's where I met my now husband, who is the pickle king. Shut up. So you were still with your ex-boyfriend when y'all met? Yes, but nothing happened. Yeah, yeah, no, but like that that's like such a strange coincidence of like yeah. you literally met him though. Yeah. So what was the conversation like? So he got was off Was it a, like he was getting on the elevator or off? He was he got off another elevator shortly before me. Okay. So he saw me because it was shocking to see anyone. Okay. And he turned around and he goes, Is that a pug? He was separated, going through a divorce, and I was like, yeah. And he goes, oh, my girlfriend has a pug. And I said, oh, yeah. I said, sorry, he's a little sick. You know, he's yeah. th- was dying. But, you know, he's like, oh, no. And he goes, he reaches his hand. Out. He, he, uh, well, he asked me, hey, you know, do you, do you live here? And I said, yeah, me and my boyfriend, we just bought, you know, like two weeks ago, whatever. He's like, oh, nice. And he reached out his hand and he goes, hi, Brian. And he named the floor number. Okay. Of his, of his condo. Yeah. And I'm like, huh. Okay, Elizabeth. And I named my floor. Um, then I took the, my dog to the vet, came back, talked, was talking to my boyfriend at the time. And I was like, yeah, I met a guy. He's around our age because everybody that we ran into was like, like much older. Much, much yeah. older. And I was like, yeah, he's a good looking guy. And me and my boyfriend at the time were going through issues. Okay. His issues. <laughs> Let me just say that. Always. <laughs> and nothing to do with it. Of course, you're perfect. So he he kept leaving to go back to Philly or New York okay. or Toronto or going to visit like friends, which was all cool, but I knew nobody here. Yeah. So I would go down to Wine Thief at the Omni Hotel yeah. and get drinks and it would randomly run into my husband now, Brian, and we just became friends. Mm-hmm. And then my now ex, we broke up. We were in Wine Thief drinking, and Brian came down, and I was like, hey, you know, me and so-and-so, we broke up like three or four months ago. He goes, you didn't tell me. Kissed him in the elevator. <laughs> I love this story so much. Exchanged uh, phone numbers. Wait, was he broken up with his girlfriend? Yes. Okay. Yes. I was like, whoa, yes. whoa. No, Brian. He, was, he was broken up. But uh, kissed him in the elevator, and then we exchanged phone numbers, and then okay. we would actually plan to meet at Wine Thief, and then eventually dinners, and... I was like, you know, Texas is not for me. I'm going back to Philly, but I need to find a job. At yeah. this point, I was working. I was a teacher here in Fort Worth. Um, You've literally done it all. And I love that <laughs> because you truly have like so many just stories you can share and it, different experiences. Oh, it's it's a lot. Yeah. I've lived a lot of different lives. I love it though. But uh, so I was like, just to let you know, Brian, like I'm going to be flying back to Philly whenever I get an interview. I'm still going to look for a job. And he's like, oh, that's fine. Because, like, we didn't know where this was going to go. Yeah. I slowly stopped looking for jobs. And now we're married. So So did he ever, like, tell you, like, hey, why don't you just stay? No. No. Really? No. When did y'all get engaged? So we started dating in 2013. Okay. Uh, We got engaged in 2016. Okay. Married in 2017. I love that. That's so. just so crazy. What a like fun story though. Yeah, and I knew nothing about best made. I had no clue. I learned you, a lot. Okay, were you always a pickle lover? No. Really? No, but I grew up with a family that loved pickles. 
And I just never did. What has, like, here's the thing is like, that's like a full circle moment. I, I feel know. like that is so fun. Yeah. Like every like birthday dinner, we always had a pickle tray of different pickles. My grandparents made pickles. My aunts and uncles made pickles. Like you should have known. I should have. You should. So, it was just like foreshadowing into your future. Who knew? That is crazy. Yeah. I, so did he like tell you early on kind of like, hey, this is who I am and what I do? Or did he kind of like hold off and wait? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I knew like he owned a pickle company and he, he would talk about it. Like I would ask questions, but I didn't know in 2013, I didn't know how strong of the brand mm-hmm. is recognized here in Texas. Yeah. And how crazy, but amazing loyal consumers that we have. Yeah. So like, I didn't understand all that nostalgia that Best Made has. Oh, it's like, it's literally everyone's childhood. Yeah. Yeah. And like with the Emporium, it's been so great. Like people come in from like all over the place and have stories of going on like eating pickles with their parents and like on a picnic when they were like three Uh or their granddaughter will only eat best made (laughs) or like it's really awesome to see well so one of the things that i feel like i remember is most people will probably know this especially if you're in texas and you went to high school here is that the big stadium pickles yes like that's where your big stadium pickles come from so i remember in high school going to games and like you would order a pickle like, yeah. I don't know if other states do that. I don't know either. Cause and I, was, I was like, but that's what you would do in Texas is it's just like your snack at the concession stands would be a best made pickle. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, when I was teaching here in Fort Worth, I would bring pickles. Really? Yeah. I would, uh, in the last day of school, you know, this is going to earn me like great, <laughs> um, teacher moments, but the kids were on board, but I would have a pickle party on the last uh-huh. day of school. And I would bring our hottest pickles, <laughs> which are extreme Just hots. like intentionally? Oh, intentionally. To like let the kids suffer. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, I would always reward the kids like with like a $5 Starbucks gift card yeah. or whatever like incentives. And they're like, Miss, do you have any gift cards left? And I said, let me look. And they're like, if I eat 15 of these, can I get it? I was like, sure, but you got You have to swallow. You can't drink anything after. <laughs> And there would be a lineup and I'd get rid of them Stop. all. Stop. Well, here's the thing is I feel like kids also love things like warheads. Yes. Which are to me like very like sour to an extent and everything or like spicy, whatever you want to say. So I can imagine kids wanting to do that. Yeah. Uh, kids of, have no fear. They have no fear. And I would video them and send it to their parents. <laughs> I'm sure the parents loved that. Yeah. Just like, you know. great. Just winning bonus points. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, make them suffer. They didn't put up their laundry this morning. Perfect. Right? Yeah. What grade did you teach? Sixth grade. Oh, that's a fun grade. It is because they're like human enough that you could talk to them real. <laughs> that's so funny because I don't know why, but it feels like I could literally go back to sixth grade today yeah. and feel like I fit in. I mean, I have a sense so of humor yeah, of a 12-year-old. Oh, 1,000% same. Yeah. yeah. And it would... I would try to contain myself. Like we were reading a story about balls, (laughs) like bouncing balls. But then Uh the boys all thought it was hysterical. Oh, 1,000%. And then I'm like trying not to laugh. Honestly, kids are brutal. Like I remember, so one of my, like my best friends, Erin, is a teacher. And I went to go visit her um, class with my dog, Cammie, whenever I was like traveling. And they lived in um, Missouri in a very teeny, 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 tiny town. 
where basically like your only options are to like go like work at Walmart, we'll say. And I remember the kids were just absolutely brutal to me with their questions is like, I had extensions in, which were blended and like fabulous, but I had a hat on and I had it in like a side braid. And the first question one of these kids asked me is, is your hair real? (laughs) How do you know? First of all, how do you know? And then another little girl, we were outside like during like recess and a little girl drew a picture of me and, you know, handed it to me. And obviously like, I'm not an artist and neither was this child (laughs) and that's fine. But she handed me the photo, like the like picture. And I like opened it and I was like, Oh, thank you so much. You know? And this little boy comes up and goes, is that you? And I said, yeah. And he goes, I can tell the lips are huge. (laughs) And I was like, can you just not? This kid had a rat tail. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, do not come for me and my lips when you have a rat tail. They're honest. They are. And that's the thing is like, I couldn't be mad because they truly are as like kids tell you how it is. They're like, miss that outfit. Mm, I know. Don't wear it again. But it really does is you just want to be like, okay, you're right. Like, yeah. I never will because you shamed me. One day I had a big lunch. So I was a little bloated. Plus it was that time. <laughs> Miss, are you pregnant? No. Oh, my gosh. D- yeah. did, you, did you tell their parents when they would say stuff like no. that? I was, I was kind of chill. I mean, I can see you as being like a very good, yeah. like, chill teacher. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. I'm not that I didn't yell and not that I didn't call parents. I for sure did. <laughs> but I let like stupid stuff. You had a, yeah. You have to, they're, they're 12 and you have to yeah. get your argument. And it's like, do I really want you to read? Because I taught reading and writing. Uh-huh. Do I want you to read and write that paragraph? Or are we going to argue about what that you were rude? Yeah, exactly. And I chose the learning aspect. Well, I'm proud of you for that <laughs> because I don't know if I would have been that strong. Yeah. You, you, when I was a social worker, you really got tough skin. So, oh, I can only imagine. Yeah. So, so um, I mean, obviously I'm sure being pickle queen is like a top tier job. It definitely is. Like it's has to be just absolutely glorious because I'm honestly jealous of it. (laughs) But what was your other, like if you had to rank, what would your second favorite job be? It would, oh, that's a tough question. It would either be foster care Mm -hmm. or teaching. Yeah. I loved both for different reasons. I can see that. I really like to help people mm-hmm. and teach people and guide them and show them that like not everybody's mean or bad. That's a very important trait. Like to I have. kind of always like shoot for the underdog. Kind of. So we are we the same person? I think so. I think we might be the same person because I lo- I love an underdog. Yeah, I don't know what it is, and I think it maybe it has to do partly for me with like my upbringing. But like I love the story of an underdog, and I just that's who I'm always gonna root for. But then at the same time, like it is, is like I feel like in a sense helping others is therapeutic. I think so, and I loved it. And yeah, I loved every minute of it, and I think when I was a foster care social worker, I didn't get like all the babies. I got like teenagers. So like, yeah, it was, it was very interesting, especially when I was just like 22 mm-hmm. and they're like 16. Like what life advice am I going to give you? Honestly, My life's a mess. that, that makes sense though. Yeah. though. So I've never, so you're a mom. Correct. No, no, no. Just to three doggies. <gasps> Just to three doggies. Yes. Well, hey, that's still a mom. <laughs> so dog moms are very appreciated here. So that's all I've ever been as a dog mom. I've never had like the urge to give birth. I just, to me, I just, I don't want to. 
But it's funny you say that because I've always considered if I was going to be like adoption or fostering. Mm -hmm. And so I can only imagine like kind of seeing that from a different side and how it kind of either makes you be like, yes, I want to do this or no. Also, you you see a lot. Yeah. And I was like, look at my other coworkers. I'm like, why do you get the cute babies that like they could have like parent visits during the day and I don't have to be working till like nine o'clock every night. Mm -hmm. But But it's the same thing. Think about like with pets is everyone wants the puppy, but no one wants the senior dog. Yes. But obviously, you know, is like once you have the senior dog, you're like, I wouldn't trade this for anything. Yeah, we have. We have uh, three dogs Mm -hmm. all adopted. Um, The one is Hollis. He's handsome, but he's Hollis. Yeah. Okay. What is he? He's, we did dog DNA. (gasps) Stop. Did you really? Yes. Okay. Tell me. Freaks like that. Tell me everything. Uh, So. Oh, I could tell you something else too, but hold on. We'll talk about the dogs. So he is, I don't remember the percentages, but from most to least, he is Chow Chow, Alaskan Malamute, Siberian Husky, and Rat Terrier. (laughs) He has every negative quality about all those dogs. He is territorial. He's aggressive. Does he have the black tongue? Spotted. Yeah, spotted. Yep, yep. And then we have Luna. She is a... Golden Retriever and and Husky Mix. Oh, wow. She looks like a miniature golden. Okay. And she has two different eyes, but she has epilepsy. Oh. We knew this when we adopted her. Uh, so she gets medicine every eight hours. Oh, poor thing. And then we have Clarabelle. Oh, she's also agoraphobic. She hates walks because she was a stray dog. So she does not like to go outside. Really? No. Like even outside to go potty? Yeah. We, we, we get grass delivered. Stop. On our balcony every week. And that's where she goes. Poor baby. I know. Aww. We try to walk her, but it's like too stressful for yeah. her. So we, we don't. And then we have Clarabelle. And she is about 50 something percent Cocker Spaniel and 40 high in the 40s uh, Great Pyrenees. I need to see a and picture then, of her. And super mutt. And she's our normal. She goes with me <laughs> everywhere. She's social. If we have parties, she's allowed out. Uh-huh. Luna's allowed out too, but she doesn't like people. Oh. She gets shy. Yeah. And then we have a cat, baby Dill. <laughs> he has, I love it. He has um diabetes, so he gets <laughs> insulin twice a day. Do you have like a pet nurse? No. Or you I, just you just do it all? We do it all. Oh. Yeah. And we just found out uh he had like a something on his ear. Mm-hmm. We could have left it. We had it removed. But he got his teeth cleaned and he has an autoimmune The cat? Yeah. He has an autoimmune disease that his teeth are reabsorbing into his body. What? Yeah. So we could, she said we could wait till February to um, pull them because they're going to have a sale. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I am in shock. I didn't know pets' teeth could reabsorb into their body. Yeah. So what? Yeah, that's what's happening to him. So that is terrifying. Yeah, we have we have a house fill. I mean, you of, definitely do. Yeah. I love it though. First of all, I love all of their names. We kept their names from their adopter. Really? Mm-hmm. Who did you did you adopt from someone local? Uh we did um two of the dogs are from Allie's Haven. Oh yes. And then uh-huh. uh Hollis is I forget where he went. He's from a different rescue. Okay. But in the area. I don't remember nice. the name. Nice. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love this. Well, here, cheers. We need to do a little catch-up drink. So cheers to being pet parents. 
Because we're parents too, you know? It's necessary. Ah, it's so good. Ooh, the habanero pickles are soaking in. They are. There's oh a little gosh. spice. There is a little spice. Okay, that's good. I, I like, like that. That was exactly what I needed. Oh my <laughs> gosh, this makes me so happy. Okay, I know. So, obviously, being pickle queen has to be a tough job. It is. What is your day-to-day like being queen of the pickles? Well, it's interesting. It's kind of different every day. Okay. So, I kind of like that. Do you wear a robe? No. Cape? No. Crown? Anything? No, but you should. We were in London recently, and there was crowns being sold in, was it Harrods? One of Stop. Yeah. I, did Brian buy you one? No, but I did ask. I, I'm disappointed, Brian. So it's going to go on the Christmas <laughs> list. You definitely, that. hey, that should be something that you put on at the Emporium. Yeah. Is little pickle crowns. Yeah, my I can see it now. does have a green tuxedo. Stop. Yes. I love this. And my father-in-law also has one. We technically call him the print, the pickle king. Technically, because okay. that I, mean, I get he's eighty six yeah. and he's he still works every day. Yeah, and so technically the princess. Okay, okay. You know, I mean, I'm gonna let you be the queen here. So, <laughs> but you know, I understand that. I understand. Yeah. You know, everyone has their role. So, yeah. I'm just happy for you because that's exciting. Yeah. So we. My technical title is community outreach director, mm-hmm. but that spans, you know, that's ma- a lot, a little many things. So technically I am now the spokesperson for best Maine. Well, Hey, so you know what? I'm happy you are welcome. because you're here. <laughs> so <laughs> that's welcome. all that matters. Yes. And, uh, I oversee our donations that we do to different charities. Um, we're also very involved with make a wish. Uh, oh, I love yeah, that. So what do y'all do with that- make a wish? Well, we, not this year, but we've granted like up to 10 wishes oh my in gosh, previous I love years. That. We've also did caps with Make-A-Wish and mm-hmm. they got a percentage of the sales for the caps. Yeah. yeah. That's so. so nice. Also, you did bring a pickle popper cap. Pickle jar popper. Uh, yeah. Pickle jar popper. And it's amazing. It Everybody needs truly to buy one. Watching you open that jar of pickles so flawlessly. Yeah was quite the feat. Thank you. And I've, so I've I opened f- a jar or two in my I life. Mean, obviously, <laughs> but here's the thing is like, I feel like as a female, you know, so many times like we're so bound and determined that like we will not ask for help. Yep. Having that little pickle jar popper, you would never have to ask. You never have to. And it works on pasta sauce jars. So yeah, I was like, anything. I'm going to take a picture of it to show everyone. And if we can do like a link or something, because yeah. I was in shock it, seeing you just open something with so much ease. It just literally slight pressure up to break the vacuum seal. Yeah. And then it just, the cap practically falls off. It Like, it's necessary. Yeah. Especially if you're trying to make a pickle martini, I feel like. I think so. So, <laughs> I was and like, I we, feel like it was very needed for our destination. When we do the pickle tastings at the Emporium, uh-huh. when we have different events, uh, it's right there. It is. Because we go through a lot of Oh, I can only imagine. Yeah. 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 I can only imagine. Now, also, one of my favorite things, obviously, the holidays are coming up. I've seen all of the pickle ornaments. Yes. So do y'all have a specific one? Do you do, like, re-release each year, like, the same one? Or do you, like, redo them or? Uh, Yes and no, kind of. So we always have just the green pickle ornament that you hide in the tree, like it's a German tradition. Whoa, wait, what? I didn't know that was a German tradition. I think it's German. Really? Yeah, you're supposed to... 
somebody is supposed <laughs> to hide it deep down in the in the tree somewhere, like make it difficult. And the kids, whoever finds it, uh-huh. gets like an extra present or something. Stop. Something That's like so that. fun. Okay, yeah. so now here's the thing is that now if anyone didn't know that, they can start that. They can. So that's exciting. Yeah. So we have one in our tree every year. You do? We don't look for it though. <laughs> you just hide it? Uh, Wait, you should just make all your guests when they come over. Just like- Just be, look for well, it? First of all, what I would do because I'm this person is that you should just tell everyone there is a pickle ornament, but there's really not one. Yeah. And just make everyone look for it insanely. I want to do it at the Emporium, but we have a lot of, because we do a Christmas tree. Yeah. It's green, everything. Um, <laughs> Is it your favorite color now? I've always liked green. Yeah? Yeah. So I'm See, not mad at the green. You should have just known. Yeah. You should have known the foreshadowing of pickles and green. I know. I mean, I'm. this is going to get me a lot of bad um, comments, <laughs> but... I'm an Eagles fan and I've always oh, bleed green. So, okay. Uh-huh. You know, it's, it's all all the signs were there. It they I really just, were. I just needed a man to take me to Texas. I'm you know what? <laughs> I was like, you know what? We we're not gonna talk about him anymore, but we are thankful he brought you here. Yes. You know? Yeah, but I was like, we, he we did his, about... he did his his job. Yes, he did. <laughs> he did. We were Brian was gonna write him a thank you note. I Brian, I agree with you on that. Yeah. Green I, ink and all. Hey. You Send know. him a jar of pickles every year. <laughs> well, when we broke up, he said he's not going to be a best made pickle fan. <laughs> I don't think he ever had them anyway. Stop. Really? Yeah. He was just like, I can never eat a pickle again. <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious. I love this so much. Okay. So what would your advice be, especially for someone that's like dating nowadays too, is like, obviously you met your husband in like a very unique very and like really just like can I don't want I'm trying to think of like almost their, like fate yeah like yeah. that's something that I feel like doesn't happen nowadays no it's very everything's like online dating or like it has to be through a friend of a friend or like something yeah. so what what were your like kind of thoughts whenever that happened were you just like did you immediately know or were you were you just like oh my gosh it's all coming together I kind of I'll say when I first met him in the garage, my stomach made like a little like, ooh. <laughs> like the little butterflies? Yeah. yeah. But like, I didn't really think anything of uh -huh. it. Like I was in a relationship. Like that was yeah. why I was there. Uh, Brian will say that he fell in love with me the first time he saw me. Yeah. We all want a Brian. And those are his words, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love swear. this. Yeah. 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 So he was just waiting. That's crazy yeah. to me. He just swooped me off my feet. I love that. Yeah. We're also cousins. What? Yeah. Stop. Mm-hmm. So we uh, did um, 23andMe. Shut up. And so most of my ancestors didn't come to the United States until the 20s and 30s. Uh-huh. Except for my maternal grandfather. He's been here from the colonies. None okay. of my family has ever lived in Texas or stepped foot in Texas at all. And we did 23andMe, and then there was, like, an add-on app, like, find relatives near you. Yeah. And we did, and it dinged. Now, we're, like, <laughs> 12 cousins twice removed. <laughs> yeah, And it's, like, point zero zero yeah. something. But isn't that crazy? That is so insane. So we have a running joke, like, when we do something stupid or at the same time, we're like, well, we're cousins. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, this has to be clarified because you know someone somewhere is going to be like, what? Yeah. No, like, it's 
it's very far back. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. so crazy though. Yeah, that's well. So now I feel like so I did twenty three and me too. So I did like the full one with like the health screen and everything yep. also because I don't know anything. A lot of my family likes to lie about stuff, so I figured. Like, I was like, I figured <laughs> I might as well just find out for myself, like what's true and whatnot. So I feel like you and I should do it and see if we're related at we all. We should. I was like, because I immediately I was just know. like, I love you. I was like, I'm having so much fun. Yes, this is this is perfect. Great. And it's your first podcast. It makes me it so is. happy. <laughs> okay, so are you going to come back? I definitely will. Oh my gosh, yay! <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of what else. So obviously, we need to. Tell the people again the date for the event at the Pickle Emporium. October 21st. Okay. 11 to 530. Uh, check our uh, social medias on Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. It gives you all the details, the times of the tastings, the times of the beer giveaway, uh, when Smiley's going to be there, who's also one of my former students. Stop. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That makes it all full circle. I love all it. All full circle. And she loves it. Stop. She, I love she's that like, so I, much. She's a... Junior or senior in high school now. Oh, I can't really? Remember. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So she's like, can I just be the resident smiley? And I said, yes, you can. Oh, I love that. I am that. not dressing up. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah. But our socials, it's also the same weekend as the Main Street Arts Festival or Arts Goggle. Oh, Arts Goggle. Yes. So I was going to say, I was like, like what? We're right around the corner yeah. from there. So yeah, like you can perfect. stop by on your way or on your way back. And that's so perfect. Yeah, it's all free except for not just Q barbecue. And okay. that's just worth it just to eat that it barbecue. It really is. It's Honestly, so that barbecue is so good. Now, see, now I'm going to be hungry after yeah, this. Yeah, they um, barbecued uh, for the Taylor Swift concert for Taylor Swift and the dancers. Did they really? Yep. Lunch, I think it was. That is so cool. Yeah. I love that. So you're going to get all the good stories if everyone goes yeah. also. Yeah. They're so, going to all be there. That's yeah. amazing. Um, So will you actually be there so everyone can come meet you? I will be there. I'll okay. Be running around or at the pickle tasting stand. You know what? I was like, so this is maybe slightly inappropriate. Will there is any alcohol allowed? Obviously, there's Martin House is going to be there. Martin House and TX Whiskey. And TX Whiskey. Okay. So is it just going to be tastings? Is Martin House who did the pickle beer? Yes. Okay. I was going to say, I was like, I thought that's who it was. So, yes. so uh, no, they give away cans of beer. Okay. Perfect. And you can have as much as you want. Hey, yeah. Uh, just, it's just our Uber. first time with TX Whiskey. It's going to be free. Yeah. But I don't know what their tastings look like. Well, so we had Robin on from TX Whiskey. So if anything, y'all would also get along amazingly. Yeah. Just like besties. Cool. She's one of my other favorite humans on earth. So nice. um, you'll have to meet her. But so everyone can follow you at Best Made Pickles. Best Made Pickle Emporium mm-hmm. or Best Made Pickles. Okay, um, perfect. Facebook and Instagram. I love this. Yeah. Okay, so... Obviously, we need you to come back. Definitely. Because this has been so much fun. And I feel all that's stories. the thing is like, I feel like we just have so much that we didn't get a touch on. And there's just not enough time in the rest of this episode. I know. It went by so fast. I, I'm telling you. I was like, it goes by <laughs> fast. And I know you have like a full martini still. I know. I need a drink. I up. know. I was like, okay, let's do one more little sippy. A little ASMR. See, I hate ASMR, but like if it's me, it's okay. <laughs> I just love it. I'm so thankful for you to be here, Elizabeth. Well, thank you I for love having it. me. Okay. Well, everyone, make sure that you go see Elizabeth, my new bestie at Best Made Pickle Emporium on October, October 21st, 21st, and tell her that you heard about it on Corks and Cowtown. And until next time, cheers. <laughs>